we were exploring these five jhana factors and how they can be used to deepen concentration, grow with our practice, and as antidotes for the hindrances. With taka, this aiming and connecting as an antidote for sloth or sleepiness, torpor. With chara, sustaining, becoming intimate with, resting in, as an antidote for doubt. And the two together, gradually deepening and building into delight, ease, piti, antidote for aversion, ill will. And from that, becoming calm, content, easeful, the happiness, the tranquility of sukha, antidote for restlessness. And then as the attention settles more, becomes more calm, the mind collects and unifies ekagata, this one-pointed, unified, collected attention. Thank you. The attention, that's better. Thank you. So as these factors become balanced, the mind rests, collected, at ease, bright, clear. So as we practice this morning, being open to the possibility of these factors growing and deepening in your practice. So you become more still and the attention collects and gathers. So allowing the body to come to ease, resting, relaxed, open, still, and allowing the attention to connect with the breath wherever it's easiest, most comfortable for you. Connecting with the breath, moment by moment. Sustaining the attention. Receiving.
connecting with the in-breath and seeing if you can sustain the attention all the way through the in-breath to the end of the in-breath. Connecting with the beginning of the out-breath, sustaining all the way through to the end of the out-breath. Spaces between breaths. The duration of the in-breath, the duration of the out-breath. Relaxed, at ease, knowing of the sensations of breathing. If you find the attention is too tight around the breath, easing off a little, receiving the very beginning of the in-breath, all the way through the whole of the in-breath to the end, beginning of the out-breath, all the way to the end of the out-breath. Relaxed, at ease, receiving, knowing the sensations of breathing. Everything there is to know about the in-breath. Everything there is to know about the out-breath. Times, if the attention is very still with the breath, you'll need just a very gentle, soft adjustment. Just relaxing and allowing, and the attention stays with the breath. simply by resting in presence. At other times, a coarser, 
stronger connection is needed to return Sometimes the attention may be complete, completely with the breath, releasing everything but the breath. The breath filling the awareness. At other times the attention may be partial and there are thoughts in the background. Can adjust gently, becoming more intimate. With the direct experience of the breath. Rising breath, falling breath. If it's helpful to help you connect in, out, soft note in the background. Sometimes there may be a pause between the in-breath and the out-breath. Staying present with the sensations. Sometimes it's helpful at the end of the out-breath let the attention rest in the body. In-breath, out-breath, and then resting in the sensations of the body until the next in-breath arises.
if some kind of hindrance arises or if you notice that a hindrance is present, see if you can not be turned, but stay with the breath, maintaining the connection and sustaining. Letting the breath be the through line If irritation arises, breathing with that as it moves through. Restlessness arises, sometimes it's helpful breathing in calming, breathing out calming. There's aversion or resistance in the mind. Remembering the three wise Vitakas. Renunciation, friendliness, compassion. Connecting, sustaining with friendliness, curiosity, ease. At times, the connecting and the sustaining may become more effortless. And feelings of ease may arise, allowing the sensations of the breath, the awareness of the breath, to fill allowing any pleasantness to fill the body. Soft delight, open, ease.
continuing to gently connect and sustain with the breath. the feelings of delight or ease may settle into calm, contentment, sweetness. The whole body and mind suffused with ease, relaxed, content. Whatever your experience is in this moment, gently connecting and sustaining with the breath. Kind attention, curious, receptive, open.
Notice what's happening in this moment. If the attention is very still and connected with the breath, if there are a few hindrances present, then allowing that to gladden the mind, to allow the ease and contentment to deepen as you softly connect and sustain with the breath. If there are hindrances present, recognizing that. If there's sleepiness, bringing more energy to connect, bringing light awake, What are you connecting and sustaining on? Releasing and returning to the breath. Each moment is a fresh start. Releasing everything but the breath, resting, open, soft, ease.
So this is a time on the retreat where we really want to support your continuity of practice. And so to really see if you can just connect and keep the sustaining throughout all the activities that you're doing. So just keep the breath being there as a through line. And to that end, to really use the walking periods for Walking is such a powerful aid to concentration. Um, And whether we're doing Vipassana practice or um, this style of practice, the walking is still really valuable. So if you find that your feet are taking you to your room or to tea, now is the time to turn towards walking practice and to really use those periods to build, um, build the samadhi, to let it help you and support you. Um, in really staying in the moment and staying with the breath and the body. And in all the activities that you're doing, see if you can keep the continuity, but in a gentle way, not in a striving way. Just really looking at the intention. Can I be present for this moment, this breath, whatever you're doing? And... um, So we have some time for questions about your practice, the instruction, the talk last night. Yeah. When watching the breath, is it best to pick one place? So the question is, is it best to choose one place for the to to connect with the breath? You may find that for yourself that you best stay present and deepen if you just stay with some place, with one place. Some people do find that, that that serves them most best. best. What I find is sometimes that will shift. There might be times as the, as the attention gets more still when there's a sense of the breath filling the whole body. And that naturally happens. But at the beginning, as you're building the connecting and sustaining, then it does help to stay with one place. Yeah. Um, I'm struggling a lot with rage coming up. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. So I think everyone heard (laughs) um, talking about how do we be with this immensity of all the rage or the grief that is arising for you or for anyone right now. And what we're moving towards is being able to find a still point in the midst of that so we can see clearly. So it's not about denying it, 
at all, but more can I find a still point in the storm? Could there be just a thread of the breath that I could rest with as this is all pouring past? So that I cannot be turned and carried away by it, but the breath could be an anchor to help be with this that's so difficult. Because that's what we want, is to have the equanimity and the groundedness so that we can see clearly. Um, and so what I'd encourage is, to, is not to deny, to really recognize there's this much rage here, there's this much grief here, and even may I be held in kindness while this is moving through. And if there isn't calm, then knowing there's no calm right now. Recognizing there is no calm in this moment. This is how it is. Can I just stay with the breath? So, so that's support for that. <laughs> and I appreciate that when you're hearing <laughs> this calm, sweet, whatever it is, and that's not your reality, it feels jarring. So thank you. Yeah. So you said yesterday that um, concentration practice is a purification practice. Can you say some more about that? When I was saying that, um, often as the as things settle and become quieter and still, more still, deeper, um, <coughs> deeper roots, if you like, of all the aversion and greed and confusion start becoming apparent. And so sometimes issues that you may have forgotten about in the past will arise. (laughs) Unresolved things as the mind settles, things we haven't want to look at but now have the stability to see may move through. And they're moving through and they can be released as we stay there with steadiness. So it's not like we're putting... Ajahn Chah uses the example if we don't want to put a lid on the garbage and then when the retreat's over the the lid comes off and there it is again. But this is more can we see clearly and transform. And so as we get more still and more calm sometimes that happens. So it's not that our practice is wrong because this stuff is coming up. It's, oh, this is coming up because now I have the capacity to be with it. Just one more, yeah. Yeah, so the question was about um, 
um, he was noticing that it didn't all, the jhana factors didn't always seem to go in a linear sequence, or it felt like that to you. You'd come in and sit and there'd be calm. Um, it would just be there. But just to notice that it's because you've been connecting and sustaining that it builds. Sometimes it will feel for a while like nothing is happening. Here I am, I'm connecting, sustaining, nothing is happening. And then you come in and you sit down and, ah, oh, there's this stillness. But it's happening as, as a consequence of that. And um, I would not worry so much if you get into a little bit too much inquiring and is this or this or is that or that, <laughs> um, it can be disturbing to the mind. So I'd more let it show you. And if you're not sure, fine. Um, somebody, I think, um, has a suggestion of little post-it notes. <laughs> this is, uh, maybe this is ikagata. And you just think, okay, maybe it is. And then... Um, Eventually, things will deepen. Oh, well, maybe it wasn't. Now this feels like that. So be, just be open to possibility and not that you have to figure it out. It will become more clear as there are less and less hindrances. Is this, if there's still this sort of concern or um, doubting, then there's still hindrance. <laughs> and so it's more obvious the more still, the still, more still you get. So it becomes more obvious as things become more still. So we do need to um, stop now. Just a few um, a few things. Erin um, will be joining some of the practice groups this morning. She, she'll be sitting in with either Philip's discussion group or one of us. Um, she'll be continuing to do that. And she'll also have some sign-ups for individual meetings. Um, and she has a, um, a sign-up sheet on the board. So if anyone would like an individual meeting today, and she'll be doing that each day. Yes, for people who don't have a group. So if you already have a group today, then you wouldn't be signing up. And what room are you doing that in? That'll be room one this afternoon. And um, just a reminder also that because we have groups and that they finish at different times, if your group finishes um, and it's after the sit has started, please don't come in. We'd like to minimize the coming and going um, through the doors, um, now that people are getting more, more samadhi, more focus, we're more sensitive to coming and going. So let's respect each other and come in at the beginning of the sit and leave at the end of the sit so that we minimize the doors opening and closing. So, oh, and the, the last thing, another reminder, Philip did mention about, um, he called them props. <laughs> I'm calling them cushions, but the little cushions, um, some people um, don't have any, and some people have a large number. So if you have more than two of the little cushions, the little square ones like these, um, if you would be generous and share them, that would be wonderful.
So thank you and have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.